Hey guys, welcome to episode two of Chop It Up. Um, so I decided since it's February, it's Black History Month, I just want to talk a little bit about our people. So if you listen to the first episode, you know that um, I'm heavy on the Black Lives Matter. Um, I love my people. I love being black. I love everything about being black. I went from living on on Wyoming and Six Mile to 23 Mile. Okay. Now, if you're listening, you're from a different state. Wyoming and McNichols is on the west side of Detroit. 23 Mile is the suburbs of Macomb County. Um... I went to DPS, Detroit Public Schools, to Chippewa Valley School District. Um, I was definitely, like, my mind was definitely blown. I was really young. I went from always hearing some type of noise from cars to people to just something to, like, just birds tweeting. (laughs) I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It was just, like, kind of a culture shock, I guess. I was... It's not like I had never seen white people. My teacher um, was actually white at the time, but I was not accustomed to seeing so many white teachers, white people in in general. Um, I basically went from having all African-American teachers to all all white teachers. I don't think I ended up having another black teacher until I got to high school. Um, and I could tell that she had experienced a lot of the same things I had experienced. I'm not sure if she lived in the suburbs, but um, the way she had to introduce herself. Listen, <laughs> Mrs. Jones, if you ever listen to this, trust me, sis. I I understood in more ways than one. Um, her name was Mrs. Lala Jones, and she went to Finney High School. Um, good English teacher. She was an amazing English teacher. But yeah, <laughs> you know she had to introduce herself as her type of way. If I remember all of that. Um, unfortunately, I'm sure all of my brothers and sisters understand exactly what I'm already saying. Um. Everybody wants to be black until it's time to be black. So even though everybody wants to wear their hair in braids and rap and twerk and dress like us and act like us and be like us. It's all fun and games until time to get down to the nitty gritty. So I'd like to uh, really start off by saying... um. I would like to wish Trayvon Martin a happy belated birthday. Um, <clears throat> his birthday was um, February 5th. He passed away February 26th. He was murdered in Sanford, Florida by a miserable soul of the name George Zimmerman. I ain't got too much nice to say about him. And if I start talking about him too much, I'll start talking too much. I don't like him. have nothing nice to say to him about him. I hope I never see him or meet him. 
bro killed a kid and been walking around like he you know that deal like he did something so <laughs> definitely gets no love no respect this way at all he's probably top five most hated next to like casey anthony she's definitely worse though so um trayvon kind of ignited something in me some type of rage some type of emotion i can't quite put my finger on it but i've always had a very soft spot for emmett teal we all know what happened to emmett and um to me i just feel like trayvon was a modern day emmett teal and i don't like that you know what i'm saying like mm -mm. and then the fact that he got away with it like wow bro really got away with murder no, um, it's just crazy that we even have to like, why is it even a question about Black Lives Matter? And like, why do people get so offended when we say that? If we felt like we mattered, do you really think we would feel the need to say it? This goes back for centuries, for years that we don't matter in this country. Nonetheless, happy belated birthday, Trayvon never forget you second on my list and i'm going to give him his flowers say his name because he passed away in february he was murdered in february ahmad arbery and i'm not sure if i'm saying his last name right but ahmad was <clears throat> excuse me ahmad was murdered february 23rd of 2020 by Travis McMichael Travis and his father Gregory the McMichaels I don't know what they thought they were like Batman or something they called themselves trying to detain Ahmad while he was out jogging and like normal people would Ahmad was resisting because don't just try and grab me like who are you you know don't do that that's not right you don't do stuff like that so Travis took it upon himself to shoot and kill Ahmad. Um, <sighs> Travis and Gregory killed Ahmad in February and did not get arrested until May 7th. That was 74 days after they took a man's life. <laughs> okay, so... For those who still might not understand this Black Lives Matter and what it means to me, let's just say Tommy is black, okay? Let's just say Tommy decided he was going to play Batman and try to detain Ahmad. Tommy would have been thrown in jail within the hour, okay? Travis and Gregory got to continue living their life until this basically went viral and everybody made an uproar. Then they were arrested 74 whole days later. So Maude's family has been grieving, had to bury him, missing him, probably not eating good, probably not sleeping good. Travis and Gregory got to keep going home day after day, living their best life like they had done nothing. Make it make sense. 
William Bryan is involved in the murder of Ahmad too because he was following the McMichaels, Travis and Gregory. And he is the one who caught the murder on camera. Um, he was also arrested. He was arrested um, May 21st. Um, Ahmad is going to be special to me because Ahmad is a Taurus and we are simply the best. And in true Taurus nature... He was not going to let two random men try and take him anywhere. Ahmad, I'm so sorry that that cost you your life. I'm never going to forget you as long as I'm here on this earth. Trayvon, I'm never going to forget you. We still need justice for Breonna Taylor. I'm still saying Sandra Bland's name. Something about these deaths just, they they hurt me something crazy. And maybe it's because I know that could have been me. One day that could be my son, my daughter. One day that could be my relative. One day that could be my friend. My co-workers. One day somebody I know could become a hashtag and I don't like that. I don't like that we we are at such risk for losing our life simply because we're black. Literally. That's it. It doesn't matter what we do or how we do it. The color of our skin makes us a target right then and there. We have contributed so much to this world. It is crazy that we get treated like gum stuck on the bottom of somebody's shoe. Like maggots or something. Just like roaches. I don't know. We get treated terribly. And again, everybody wants to be us until it's time to be us. Now, I will say, I almost did not vote for Joe Biden because you don't get to sit there and say, if you don't vote for me, you're not black or something, ignorant. He said, you don't get to, who, don't, don't do that. And just like I didn't like when Hillary was, uh, I, I carry hot sauce in my purse. Girl, bye. You said that to get a black vote. Just be genuine with y'all stuff, you know. But I understand it's politics. That's what they do. They have to lie to get the vote. That's what it's all about, getting the vote. They're going to say whatever to get on who's ever good side. I'm not going to get off into politics, though. I'm just, I just want to talk about the culture, okay? We are simply brown sugar and honey and cinnamon and cocoa butter. We are the bomb, the best, the creme de la creme. And they know it. Everyone knows it. I have noticed throughout the 27 years of my life, as long as they think we are failing, they are content. 
Because one thing I've noticed is when my people prosper, baby, we prosper. We succeed in everything we set our minds to. And it just kills me. It kills me when I see my people decide they want to use their talent on selling drugs or being a scammer. They don't even like do do if if you're listening and this is your hustle, I'm not gonna knock it. But do you realize that you put so much thought? time and effort into doing something that could get you incarcerated and you could be using all that brain you have to do something legal with it you have the brain you have to be a scammer i don't care what nobody says you have to be smart you know stuff you're good with computers you're good with all of that you could use that Use that for something more positive. I hate seeing my people get locked up. And I know everything has a consequence. And if your consequences to get locked up, okay. But I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. That's why I could never be a judge. Because I would most likely never make my people go to prison. Like, no, you're going to get a second chance. You're not going to embarrass me. This is what you're going to do. I would probably lose my job because they're going to be like, sis, you never lock up the black people. And we know this. Like, okay, and because I know how it is out there, okay? I know my people. So I gave him and her some stipulations and they just going to have to do it. I'm not locking up my people. No, I'm giving them a second and third and fourth and fifth chance. Now the fifth time, okay. I'm be like, all right, bro, you don't want to do no better. But yeah, <laughs> that's why I can't do stuff like that. I think it is so important that if you are listening, you pick up a book. And if you already know, then please, please, let's start doing better. Encourage your man, your sister, your cousin, your mama, your daddy, your grandma, your grandpa, your auntie, your uncle, a co-worker, someone of color to pick up a book. Our people have been so brainwashed. It's not even funny. Okay. And I say that to say, how many of you listening know about the Willie Lynch syndrome? That right there, once you read that, enough said. Everything from that point on forward will start to make sense. Willie Lynch letter in the making of a slave. Written by Willie Lynch. Okay. According to Willie Lynch, even though at the time I believe... um. We were being emancipated. He had said. Don't quote me on this. The way that he had been controlling his slaves. And the way he had seen other um, 
slave masters controlled their slaves, they would have control for the slaves for at least another 300 years. Some of the things they did to the slaves to ensure this were fear, distrust, and envy for control purposes, okay? Now this, you can quote me on. The black slaves, after receiving this indoctrination, shall carry on and will become self-refueling and self-generating for hundreds of years, maybe thousands. Don't forget, pitch young black males versus old black males, light-skinned slaves versus dark-skinned slaves, men versus women, and the women versus men. No, seriously, read it. Read it. All sounds real familiar now, doesn't it? (laughs) But that was just the beginning. Let's not forget when they dropped drugs off in all the black neighborhoods. They tore the black families apart. Tore them apart. They just cannot stand to see us succeed. And unfortunately... Some of us fall victim, but that some, it's like a domino effect. That some starts to affect all. Let's, let's look at this. If I go kill Sheila, it's going to be black on black crime. If Molly go kill Sally, it's just a murder. Why is that? Why is everything black on black? Like white people don't kill white people and Hispanics don't kill Hispanics and Asians don't kill Asians? Why is it only black on black? Just to make us look and sound even worse. Now let's talk about them drugs y'all dropped off in our neighborhoods and got some of our granddaddies and some of our uncles hooked on heroin. Didn't nobody give a damn then. But now... That all the Molly's and Sabrina's and Britney's are on it. So we gotta do something about it. Man, get out of here. And it's not that I don't not care. But if we don't care, let's care for everybody, okay? And since we can't go back in time, sorry, I don't care. I am not my ancestors, and I'll be daring one of these Trump supporters to try me. And I'm not saying just because you support Trump, you're racist. I don't genuinely believe that. I do believe a vast majority of them are very racist, though. Really do. To be honest, I really don't even think Trump is racist. I think he's just a very ignorant person i really do i think he is extremely ignorant you know what no i'll take that back he might be slightly racist and sometimes he says some old silly stuff but at the same time when you get raised around a lot of caucasians you realize a lot of them be saying silly stuff and to be honest i don't think i'll I don't think all of them mean no harm. They just, they're just ignorant. And that's why I'm here to correct them and teach them.
it's not even the drugs. You injected our black men with syphilis. What is wrong with this country? Why y'all got beef with us so bad? All we ever did was be black. That's it. <laughs> All we ever did was be black, bro. Y'all took us. You kidnapped us. You brought us here. You beat us. You raped us. You humiliated our men. You, 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 you called us our name. You wouldn't let us drink out the same water fountain as y'all. Y'all did, y'all, like, you know how they say kids go tit for tat. Like, if we doing tit for tat, y'all tit is way worse than our tat. All we ever did was be black. (laughs) Let's start there. All we ever did was be black and want the same rights as everybody else. All we ever did was want the same rights, be black, and want to be treated how, how you treat a fucking human. Are you like, are you crazy? You got to be crazy. And all the pick me as black people who, oh, that was so long ago. Oh, shut up. Shut up. Because all the dick sucking in the world that you're doing right now, you're still always going to be a little. N-I-G-G-E-R to them. That's what you gotta know. That's what you're always gonna be. So just shut your mouth. And take the dick out of your mouth while you're at it, okay? Ugh. God, that's another thing. When you grow up in these predominantly white neighborhoods and go to a predominantly white school it's always that one black kid who is like they've completely forgotten that they're black and 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 take note those are always the kids whenever white people like i have black friends those are the black friends they're talking about the ones that forgot they're black Ooh, child, don't get me started. I feel some type of way on this subject. Like, I could go on and on and on and on about this. <sighs> like, um, honestly, I want to do a little bit more research on Kwanzaa. And then I want to eliminate Christmas and just do Kwanzaa. If if Lord willing, I ever find love and get married, I'm jumping the broom. I want to do so many African traditions. It's not even funny. Like, all my life, I've been like, why did my my people have to be kidnapped from Africa? Why could my people have been the people who got to stay at the motherland? I want to be African. I don't want to be African-American. I want to be african I want to dance and and talk like them. I don't want to be African American. I don't like it over here. So whenever they used to be like, "Oh, you can go back to Africa," bitch, if I could, I would. Don't you think I want to? I don't want to be over here. Like, like, don't do that. Because if we really want to do that, y'all can go back to Europe. To be honest, we can all go back to where we come from. So, speaking of, 
when I was a freshman, I got to go to Spain and France, right? During the summer. So I was really a sophomore summer. Um, Anywho, I remember going in the store and we were in France at this time. Think of it. I don't remember what what city was it Paris it might have been Paris I really don't remember so I'm not even gonna just say that but we did go to Paris anyway that's besides the point there was a black male working in one of the stores we went in and I'm curious like I always think about stuff so I was like what do they call you and he was like what are you talking about and I'm like you know like are you black French (laughs) and he looked so confused he was like I don't I don't understand and I was like you know I'm black you're black but I'm African-American what are you he was like I'm French and that's when I realized nobody except us are called African-Americans Everybody else is just German, just French, just Spanish, just Mexican, just Canadian. We are African-Americans or Afro-Americans or colored or nigger, you know, whatever they really want us to be at the time, I guess. I don't like that either. It's a lot, it's a lot that I don't like. You know what I do like though? Being black. You know what I do like? My people. You know who I do respect? Martin Luther, Rosa Parks, Malcolm X. All of them. Okay? I felt so happy that during the summer of 2020 <sighs> After the murder of George Floyd, um, where I live, I live on Hall Road. They had a Black Lives Matter protest. I came straight home, changed my clothes. Well, I got in the shower, changed my clothes, got my son. I'm like, I got to show you something. We're going. I had to let my son see this is how serious it is. We have to protest to let it be known your life matters your life matters if you have children their life matters mommy's life matters because you're a walking target when my son started kindergarten this year because he's only five I didn't go into deep detail but I did have to let him know you know don't let people touch your hair You're not a pet. You're not an animal. You're not for show. (laughs) Who else has to have these types of conversations with their children? And you know, the more and more our people are murdered within these past few years, the less stuff, like, at this point, I don't even know what to tell my son to do to (laughs) to make sure he stays safe. You know, What, what do I tell him? Because clearly going to the store to get you some Skittles and the Arizona iced tea is out of the question. 
clearly jogging is out of the question. And let's just say what Emmett Till did was true, which we all know now it never was. Apparently whistling is a crime too. Apparently telling a police officer, hey, I have my gun, my licensed gun in the glove compartment is not the right thing to do. Having your hands up in the air is not the right thing to do. Need I say more? (laughs) Walking home is not the right thing to do. (laughs) You know what? One of my favorite movies is Don't Be a Menace while drinking your orange juice and South Central or something. Um, And it literally took me up until like a few months ago. Was it a few months ago? If not a few months ago, at least a year ago, I was watching it again because I can't not see it without watching it. And I realized he was supposed to be serious during the scene where him, um, Ashtray and Lope Dog got uh, arrested. And he was like, <laughs> we got arrested for being black on a Friday night. That's a misdemeanor. <laughs> god i don't know how i never realized he said that but when i did i was like wait (laughs) the whole scene is so funny but it's not okay from bernie mac saying i hate black pepper and that black ass wesley snipes Whoopi Goldberg's lips. <laughs> oh my God. But see, Bernie Mac's character in that movie was a type of black people I was talking about uh, a few minutes ago, though. Forgot they're black. <laughs> and it's even funnier because Bernie Mac's so black. <laughs> But yeah, he said we got arrested for being black on a Friday. A misdemeanor. Man, what? (laughs) If only that weren't true. You know, they try and... What I'm going to say, they try and make it seem like it's not true. They just can't say that. (laughs) But the truth is... You're, 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 you got a gun to me because I'm black. Everything we do is threatening. I I feared for my life. How are you a police officer fearing for your life? Make that make sense, bro. You got all the weapons. You went to training for this. You the one that can call for backup. How are you afraid? When I was pregnant with my daughter, I think my taillight was out. And my son was only four. I was going to my grandma's house and I was, the police was they were stopped at a light and then when I drove past them they got behind me. Do you know that they followed me up until I got on the ramp to get on the freeway and then stopped me? First of all, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. 
Why would you do that? So the way I was going was on 14 mile. So I wasn't, I hadn't even passed like Macomb Mall. So if you're from Michigan and from the surrounding areas, you already know how that goes. They wait until I'm getting on the ramp to get onto the freeway. You could have been stopped me if it was only about a tail light. No, you thought you had a crook. You thought you was about to arrest somebody. But you didn't have nothing to arrest me for. But here's the gag. Here's the kicker, right? It's my pregnant self. And I'm at least like seven months at this point. And my four-year-old baby in his car seat in the back. I realized that her buddy has gotten on his car and is shining that bright light in my baby's face. Talk about pissed. They so disrespectful. But at the same time, I'm so afraid to say or do anything. Because I could honestly tell from her whole demeanor. She trigger happy. She cannot wait to use that I fear for my life. Like, honestly, I will not be surprised if I see her on the news one day. It's it's literally that serious. I don't like that. <laughs> it's sad that it's a crime to be black. Like, honestly, when it all boils down to it, you could have just left my people alone. Like, <laughs> you didn't have to kidnap us. Like, y'all could have enslaved each other. You know, like, maybe the rich white people could have enslaved the poor white people. I don't know. Why Why do you have to go? Like, you literally took time and energy to build a whole boat. Go across a whole ocean. To kidnap people. Shoved them all in a boat in tiny little spaces. To bring them back here. To beat the shit out of them so they can pick your cotton and work for you. And so you can rape them with your weird deranged ass. Are you serious? Where they do that at? You know, it's funny, but it's not funny. But as a kid and like growing up, I always heard people call them like white devils and stuff. And I was like, that's so weird to be calling somebody. But like, no, now I'm grown and I be thinking about shit. And it's like, okay, no, (laughs) I see exactly why all the adults would call y'all white devils because y'all be doing some demonic shit. Like a lot. Like, it's not like, okay, every once in a while, like, no. Out of all the races and cultures in this world, I have to say that white people take the win for doing the weirdest and most demonic shit. Okay? Like, throwing little black babies to feed alligators. Where they do that at? I don't give a... I wouldn't give a damn if the baby was purple with pink hair and white eyes. How do you look at an innocent, precious baby... Like I'm I, like 
I know people like it's as such thing as ugly babies, but I don't give a damn if the baby looked like Quasimodo. It's a baby. Like, how do you have the heart to do that and feel no remorse? How do you have the heart to do something like that and just and it's like, oh well. Like, how do you sleep at night after you do something like that? I could never. Like, babies are so innocent and so precious. And it, I don't care how ugly you might think it is or how whatever the case may be. It's a baby. I couldn't even do that to a, a baby animal. Like, babies are babies. They don't know no better. All they want to be is loved, and you, with your grown evil ass, had the heart. You had the heart to feed one to an alligator. You know, I didn't even know that, though. I just learned that not too long ago. You know what's crazy is this was a few months ago. I had a, I'm going to call it a nightmare. I had a nightmare that I took my son to Florida and it started like storming. So I don't know, we went in some building and my son was not listening. He was not behaving and he fell over into a, a like, I don't know, it was a bunch of alligators living down there. I had to wake myself up from that because in the, in the nightmare, I was just screaming and hollering. I was trying to jump down there and get my baby. And when nobody let me jump down there and get my baby. And I was like, oh my God, my baby, my baby, you're not going to let me get my baby from the alligators. And then a few months later, I learned that people used to do that. Like, mm-mm. you got to be one wicked, evil soul. Or like they say, white devil. And for the record, if any of my listeners are Caucasian, I have no beef with y'all. I have beef with my people who are not educated about their own history. I have beef with my people who might be educated and have not educated their fellow brothers and sisters. And I'm not going to apologize for anything I said. At the end of the day, if you aren't racist, you should feel no type of way. If you believe Black Lives Matter, thank you. If not, so be it. Fuck you. There, I said it. You know, it took took me a long time to realize at some point I used to be the token black friend. And you know what? I don't like that either. I do not like that. Don't touch my hair. I am not an animal. Don't pet me. Don't touch me without my permission. I don't care how curious you are. Don't touch me. Can I touch you? Would you like to be touched? No, you don't want anybody just touching you. But for some reason, at some point, white people have felt like that is appropriate to do. Who the fuck raised y'all? Why are you so fascinated with us? You know why that shit irritates me more? Because it, it reminds me of when they used to put our people on display 
at museums like we were some type of fucking freak show. Don't do that. Don't fucking touch me. Don't touch my kids. Don't touch my grandkids, my nieces, my nephews, my cousins. Don't touch anybody. Keep your fucking hands to yourself. So, no. This ain't no attack on nobody. It's Black History Month. Black History Month is ending. Trayvon's birthday has passed. As well as the day he was murdered. Ahmad's death date, his death anniversary has also passed. Trayvon resonated in my heart. And honestly, all of this shit resonates in my heart. It really angers me. It does. And I think it angers me more. Because I realized at some point I used to be brainwashed. I literally remember being a kid. I remember everybody used, oh, you have such nice hair. You got good hair. She got good hair. My mother has 4C hair, which we would consider bad hair, which is what is called bad hair. I literally remember being a kid and not wanting to date or marry anybody too dark. Or anybody with nappy hair is what I called it. Because I wanted my kids to be light-skinned with good hair, like their mama. I know. Y'all gonna say, girl, you're not light-skinned. I've gotten darker over the years. But nonetheless, I didn't want no super dark kids. I don't even know really when the switch happened, when the change happened. At some point, I just realized, yeah, everybody says I got good hair, but I really wish I had hair like her, the girl with the kinkier hair. Her hairstyles last. She can wear afro puffs. My hair just curls up. I want an afro puff. I want poof balls in my hair. Then I got older and started to develop acne. It's like, dang, I don't really know no dark-skinned people with acne. And then when I started to realize some of them do... Their skin is just so beautiful and dark, you can't even tell any of their imperfections. And it's like, dang, I wish I was dark skinned and all. It won't happen with my children, though. They will know black is beautiful, baby. And I don't care how kinky your hair may be or how fine your hair may be. Our hair is popping, period. I've embraced my curls now. I'm still pissed that I never got the poof balls like all the other little girls used to. But nonetheless, I've embraced my curls. We popping, period. My culture, my people, we are the shit. And it ain't nothing nobody can say or do to convince me any different. My kids will know and I'm going to make sure my grandkids know it. So I make sure my grandkids know so I know my grand, great-grandkids know it. My great-great-great. This lineage. Asia's lineage. Asia, the one who started all of this. From generations and generations and years and years from now, they're going to know it. And all them generations later, they're probably not going to know who the hell I am. So they're probably not even going to want it. They they probably not even going to know why they feel so strongly about it. 
But it won't matter. Because they're going to feel so strongly about it. They're going to educate other, other people. So they feel strongly about it. We're going to keep this going. We're going to keep this flowing. I had to learn about Malcolm X on my own because I was not taught about him. And the the little two minutes the teacher went over discussing him, sis made it seem like he was a terrorist. Turns out me and Malcolm X have the exact same mindset. Give they asses what they get. Fuck holding hands and singing Kumbaya like Martin wanted us to. Fuck them. Fuck that. And pardon my French. I know the first episode I wasn't talking like this. But seriously. Kid y'all not. I feel some type of way about this. Okay. (sighs) Black power. Black lives matter. I'm blackity black blackity black blackity black 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 y'all blackity black black blackity black black blackity black 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 y'all okay but anyway seriously y'all look up that Willie Lynch syndrome now look it up we black and we proud say it loud you black and you proud I hope y'all had a good Black History Month. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, next week, new episode.